0: Welcome to the Depression to Expression podcast. Scott here. I think my resting heart rate is 15, 15 to 20. I recorded some meditations for the Depression to Expression YouTube channel. Thought I'd keep the microphone on while I'm in a state of contentment, peace. I just want to tell you a story. And I think it's pretty appropriate that this story is told... In this kind of state, it's strange, isn't it? How we put ourselves in boxes, personality types, emotions, mental illnesses. I can be a monk. With a quiet mind and a completely peaceful outlook one day. And then the next day I want to be competitive and energetic. Another side of my personality is goofy and telling jokes and farting on people's faces. You don't have to just be one thing. You don't have to just be the kind person, the strong and silent type, the aggressor, the confident one, the shy one, the gamer, the athletic, the jock. You can be a whole bunch of stuff. Strange how we do that to people. The most complex thing in the entire universe is the human mind, and we try to wrap letters around that and a personality type. An IQ. An emotional state. I am an emotional person, I am an angry person, I am an anxious person, why do we limit ourselves? The amount of change that can happen in a person in any given day, any given month or year is incredible, we change all the time. I guess we like to limit ourselves because change is one of the scariest things any human goes through. And the fear of change is what keeps us limited and keeps us from pushing out of those boxes sometimes. I get it. (laughs) I'm not immune to that. Just peeking out of a box sometimes is scary enough to see what's outside. But the imagination is so much worse than actually peeking out. Because if we don't look out of the box, we can picture anything that's out there people out to get us, scary things, job loss, loss of loved ones, fear, terror, anxiety, depression, rejection, failure, the imagination, the thoughts. Create these worlds within us, don't they? A whole other world. We're not just living one life. We're fragmented into these worlds and exist in all of these different dimensions of worry and the what-ifs. That's all the what-if is. It's just another projection of another life. What's interesting is through us trying to protect ourselves and stay within that limit, we come up with what-ifs that are scarier than what's inside the box. Why don't we come up with what-ifs that are better than the box? What if I succeed? What if I do really well? What if he or she loves me? What if I really like that job? What if this works? What if it can work for us rather than against us? And then outside the box doesn't seem so scary. And then since we make choices that are sometimes risky, but in the end we figure that they were worth it, we can begin to just live in one world instead of being fragmented over a thousand. I actually didn't want to talk about this, but it just comes out it's weird when you sit in stillness and silence what thoughts and concepts come up I'd like to tell you a story as I said in the beginning to share a bit of my human side You all know I've struggled with depression and anxiety. I'm not immune to feeling low. I'm not immune to feeling anxious. But I think I'm now more immune to these things really ruining a day and ruining an experience. It's not about just eliminating feelings. It never is. It's about changing our relationship to emotions in general and maybe trying to understand what they're telling us. A few weeks ago, I went to a restaurant. Big patio, completely safe, masks on. Even though without masks, it's pretty safe for people in my age group and the majority of the world. But in the back of our minds, the psychological torment of hearing COVID, COVID, physical distance, COVID, death, cases, vaccine, death, cases, death. Higher cases, higher cases, lockdown, physical distance, avoid people, no gatherings. I didn't think, since I don't really watch the news, for someone who's watched the news maybe ten times over the past year, probably less than that, I think it still got to me. It got to me. At this restaurant, I began to panic. The sensation of anxiety I haven't felt in quite a long time was back. That tingling. The thought that I need to get out of here right now. Anywhere but here, and I'll feel safer. Nod your head if you agree. That's the feeling. Anywhere but here. I'm not happy here. Something bad is going to happen. It's only going to get worse. Years ago, those would be the thoughts. The thoughts would be, What if people notice? It's going to get worse. I might faint. Great. Now the waiter brought the food and I can't eat. What if people see me not eating and enjoying? How do I look? Do I look fearful? Am I going pale? Why do I have to deal with this right now? This is bullshit. I should be over this. Other people don't have to deal with this. I fucking hate this. But at the restaurant, the feeling dissipated and vanished. And the half life of this sensation couldn't have been more than a minute. <laughs> I sat there, did my diaphragmatic breathing. You know, there's no danger. But that fear response thought there was. Seeing masks, the novelty of a waiter and people around you. And it's been a year and a half since I've had that many people around me. Or just about a year. Haven't been to a restaurant in a long time. The change, the newness, the stimulation... The sensation didn't last. Diaphragmatic breathing. And I didn't control this thought. Of course, we can't really control thoughts. We are the awareness of thought. We aren't the thought itself. The thoughts we don't create. We can consciously, but most of them, they come. So a thought came, a thought of self-compassion, a thought of self-love, a thought of understanding. These things that I've been preaching for so long manifested into my life. And the thought that came was, I love you, Scott. hard to show ourselves compassion when we're in a state of just complete vulnerability feeling weakness feeling open completely torn open it feels like everyone can see us right through us anywhere but here And I'll be happier. I just showed myself compassion. And I breathed. And not until this moment, I've just realized how proud I am of myself. how truly proud I am no matter what would have happened I'd still be proud I'd like to let whoever is listening to this number one meditation is a beautiful thing And if you deal with anxiety and even depression, there are so many different types of meditation that I think would be beneficial. Just send me an email. Links in the description. The second thing, I just know how simple that seems. And in a state of panic and anxiety... How could a thought like that do anything? But a thought that you really believe. I really believed it. And I really loved myself in that moment. Which soothed me. Which made me feel safe again. Anxiety is the feeling that you don't feel safe. You're in danger. It's the fight or flight. Made me feel safe and comfortable. Like I was in a Snuggie of love. (laughs) You don't have to limit your experiences, your personality, and who you are to a box. And you definitely don't have to limit the love you have for yourself to a box. You don't have to limit the amount of times you say I love you. You don't have to limit the amount of times you do something kind to yourself. That kind of love is limitless. We could all use more of it. Feel free to check out more meditations on the depression to expression YouTube channel. And either before this or most likely after this, I'm going to post just a meditative I'll just record it after this. I'll I'll post a a few maybe just one episode of a meditation for The anxiety going back to a state of normality when things open again. It's going to be tough for a lot of us. So stay tuned for that. Take care, my friends.